So, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us once again for Drop the Mic, the Chamber Podcast. I'm Mo Beliveau, the Executive Director of the Chamber of Greater East Hampton, and your host um, for Drop the Mic. We're here at East Hampton Media Studios, and we're very excited about that. Um, East Hampton Media is our partner with this project, and I'd like to thank Jeff Mastriani, he's the exec- executive director, Ryan Arnold, who is our production coordinator, and Tim Riley, who is operations manager. So thank you so much for always Thanks, helping, guys. helping us along and making us look really fabulous. Um, so we're back in the studio. We've had a little bit of a break, but we've got, this is our second second episode Third episode. Third Third episode. And so we're moving right along and getting back to things post-pandemic-ish. Post-pandemic-ish. And um, we have with us today our guest I would like to welcome for episode 16, president of Web Tactics, Janelle Jorda. And Janelle was one of those folks who, when I first came to the chamber, she was one of those first folks who came right up to me. She looked me in the eye and she said, if there's anything you need, if there's any help at all, I'm here, call me. And true to form, Janelle has been that great assistance, great help, great champion, great cheerleader, and great friend over the years. Wow. And um, that's a great way to start a podcast. Yeah. And she has been helping the chamber in many, many ways. She is an exuberant ambassador. She is a huge champion of She Leads, which is our women's leadership conference. And she helps and supports us and sponsors us in that way with social media marketing and photography and drone footage and all that sort of stuff but I'm gonna let her talk about that so Janelle Jorda how the heck are ya <laughs> I'm great I'm a little winded from the wind today at 35 miles an hour but I'm great excellent and so we can get acquainted <clears throat> everybody can get acquainted with who you are who are you and what do you do and you know why do you do it I am Janelle Jorda yes you are and I am uh, president of web tactics Inc. in East Hampton. Can I just say one thing that is my absolutely favorite thing about you? <laughs> sure. That your family refers to you as? Number Oop. five. Janelle, number five. I love that. Okay, yeah. sorry. That's Proceed. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> I am, in fact, the fifth one out of six. Yes. And a funny name like Janelle I in the 60s, her. you know, I Chanel. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, am president of Web Tactics in East Hampton, and um We've been around since 2004, almost 20 years. Uh, Thank you, God, for that. And um, locally, uh, a huge advocate for refugees, Mm -hmm. especially the refugees that we brought in through Catholic Charities into the Valley, Mm -hmm. and uh, always a champion for animals. Yes, you are. Our furry friends. We love you for that. So tell me... Actually, before we get into, I want to know what your, where you think that you are an expert in your field. But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, you do, um, you know, web design, you do photography, you do um, drone work. So tell me a little bit about each of those little pockets. Well, Web Tactics is a full service digital agency and like you said we literally run the gamut 
<coughs> pardon me, it's not just web design and development. We get into search engine optimization services, social media management. Um, we do branding, graphic design, logo creation, full service and okay. of course now we have a, a thriving drone photography and videography business westernmassdrones.com so tell us what that means and tell us also your about your credentials because that's not something that everyone whom has a drone can do yes i'm i we i am not a hobbyist i'm a an faa certified uh, drone pilot as are, are the drone pilots that uh do work for us but uh, I like to do as much as that as I can I know. because uh, I really enjoy the work and, and it's creative sometimes, which I adore. But uh, as far as the drone photography and videography goes, we run the gamut with that because we could do uh, creative marketing pieces for people like um, in Holyoke, the... Uh, the hospital in Holyoke, uh, we photographed the entire team in front of the hospital down in Holyoke. Mm. Um, we photographed with our drone and took videos of the CEO on top of the building nice. in, the, in downtown Holyoke. Those kinds of, of jobs are really fun. I enjoy all of it, but um, some of them not so glamorous, like inspecting water tanks for the city of East Hampton. Oh, wow. Yeah, inspecting um, cool. uh, 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 inspecting church steeples oh, cool. that are in need of repair, yeah. that type of, of physical work. Um, we, we've done so many different fun things, though, that we're, we're just really enjoying it. Solar inspections, all kinds of different things. Uh, yeah, it's, Neat. as they say, it's really taken off. Uh-uh. So, <laughs> I want I just tell me a little bit too about because it was a, a rigorous thing to be like a certified FFA FAA. Do you, uh, do you have your wings? You have you. I I have a uh, an FAA drone license okay. as a commercial pilot. Is it rigorous? Yeah, you do have to study for it. You have to study for it and then retake the test every two years. Mm. Um, and the initial studying to pass the test. It, it's it's you would think that when you're going to become a commercial drone pilot that you're going to go to the airport you're going to meet someone and they're going to test your skills of flying and oddly the way they designed this program when they decided to certify drone pilots is you study but you have to know things about the weather the wind patterns right of course, flight, drone operations, regulations, FAA regulations, airport, you know, yeah. latitude, longitude, yeah. all those kinds of things. But I have to say it was, it was a really good learning experience. I actually doubted myself when I first took the test because I, I keep recertifying. But when I first when I took the test the first time, um, I was as nervous as can be. I was I was like, there's no way I'm going to pass this because yeah. you have to you don't really know what's on it the right. first time. So it's so overwhelming yeah yeah and you sit Scary. down in the airport in a closed room by yourself you're monitored with video cameras on you so you can't cheat ah, it's, F right. it's federal yeah faa and um but wow but here i am wow i think that's so cool thank you wicked cool i think it's cool too yeah so tell me <clears throat> in what area in your world do you consider yourself to be an expert and i know that you're pretty darn good at a lot of things but what is your one <clears throat> Thing that you would be like, yeah, that's my 
My one thing? Yeah. Okay, if you're saying one thing, yeah. because I am. I know there's many. There's many. You're amazing. <laughs> I'm going to throw you a curveball, okay. and I'm not going to say web design, web development. I'm going to say um, intuition and patience. Oh, I love that. And that. Why do you say that? I love that. I say that, it, well, intuition as a woman in business, this is what one of my biggest lessons, if not the biggest lesson I learned as a woman, as a, a woman who owns a business, especially starting out, women don't tend to trust their intuition. Mm. Women walking, a woman walking down the sidewalk can feel a guy following her closely right behind her, mm. her gut flares, her mm. intuition, mm. bells are going off. But she doesn't want to offend him and turn around and look at him. Mm. She doesn't want to stop. She doesn't want to change her pattern in walking. So she she goes on. But as a woman in business, I really feel we don't trust our intuition enough. And that gets us in trouble. And that mm. gets us bad jobs and, and clients we don't really want to, to mm -hmm. have as clients. And when you can really, truly, as a female business owner, learn to follow and trust your intuition sky's the limit and mm -hmm. as far as patients go as my beautiful mother has always said about me you have the patience of a saint number five <laughs> number five and i do i have the patience of a saint the reality is you will always have clients in business that are um i'm not going to say difficult that are present opportunities to <laughs> Find other solutions. How about that? <laughs> That's a nice way of saying difficult. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that you really need to dig deep and be super patient. And, and you know, what I learned, it, because doing this for as long as I've been doing it, you, at first, when you're doing this in business, you lose your patience and you're like, this isn't worth the money. Yeah. But as you develop patience and you've got a client that really takes up all of your patience. 99 times out of 100, I've found that at the end of that project, they turn out to be great people. Yeah. And there was a great project. They're super happy. I'm super happy. Right. And you have a client for life. Nice, nice. Is, is there one thing or something that you wish your clients knew about that expertise or that superpower that you have that you don't think that they know? Yes. Uh, to take web design as an example, <clears throat> when somebody, when a company hires us to design a website, mm -hmm. they're not just getting a web designer. They're getting internet marketing expertise, graphic expertise, brand management expertise, content advice, um, hand-holding from start to finish full and they're getting someone who's super patient with them um, they're getting they're getting a partner in their own business mm -hmm. it's like they just hired this new full-time employee because mm -hmm. we really and I pride myself on that mm. and everybody that works for my company has to be that mm -hmm. uh, tolerant patient and good communication and caring caring about the client. Mm -hmm. Super important to me. What is your favorite 
part of what it what you do over at Web Tactics? Oh, that's easy. Ooh. Dealing directly with clients. Yeah, yeah. You're a people person for sure. I am a super people person. Yeah, yeah. And I when I deal directly with clients, one on one, and then back and forth, back and forth, and then at the end, they're super happy to see that happiness and get those emails and those texts. I am so glad I called you. I'm so glad I, you know, that just fills my heart. And, it's, and, and I know I've been doing the right thing for 20 years. Right, right, right. Awesome. What's the best business advice you've ever gotten? Embrace change. Embrace change. For a scary- Wow, that's pretty uh, timely too, huh? Yeah. For as scary as change could be, without- embracing change you really can't grow in your business and well your drone piece well yeah and that embrace and embracing change part of that especially nowadays is embracing change with new technologies yeah yeah and if but if you feel the fear and do it anyway and embrace new technologies early on test them get to know them you can conquer the fear and you're way ahead and you're improving your business. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's the worst advice you've ever gotten? Um, the worst business advice I've ever gotten is failure is not an option. Ah. Because I think... That's interesting. Yeah. Um, unless you fail a few times in business, you will never ever be able to grow in your business. Yep. And that is, I've always felt that that was just the worst piece of advice, failure's not an option. Fail often, fail often, big. learn from it, and then you grow from it. If you didn't fail, right. how could you ever get better and right. grow? Right. It's, right. Yeah, I ha and I hate the, when I hear people say it, I always want right? to get in the middle of that. But Is there a, a, a I want to say, um, an a recent, maybe, or not maybe recent, but a, a time where you had the opportunity to grow? <laughs> and what was that? And what, what was that? What propelled you? Like, what was the thing that happened? And what did you learn? And how did you grow from it? Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. Uh, uh, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind from what we've been speaking about already is, um, you know, when drone technology came on, was new to the market, yeah. I knew it would be a game changer for our clients. And so I immediately, for as scary as it was, felt the fear and I did it anyway. Right. And it's a big commitment. You have to go and get certified and... That's right. It's a big commitment, and the equipment is a, and the cost Very of the equipment is yes. a big commitment. Well, it, to be a commercial, yeah, an FAA certified commercial right. drone pilot, not only is it a commitment with studying and keeping up with the licensing, it is a commitment financially, like you said, right. for the drone equipment, the safety equipment, right? Because I don't just take a drone and you know I have to actually have <laughs> take it out for a drive. I look a certain way. I'm dressed a certain way. I have to have. You know, I even, I sometimes do uh, drone shoots very remotely. Right, alone, I've seen them, they're beautiful. In the middle of the woods. 
Right. I, I could get hired to do some sort of drone shoot where I'm literally alone and any person or animal could come out of those woods. Right. And I have to protect myself. So there's that. There's the, you know, the drone equipment itself, extremely expensive. And you have to always buy new batteries. Right. Batteries that cost, you know, $400 right, a piece. Right, right. Buy this, with that memory cards, all of those little, all that little minutia. Um, and then as what happens in drone technology is as the, the uh, technology gets better and drones are released with better cameras, mm-hmm. better technology, we have to buy into that too. I just love the drone footage. I just love, I, and, and it's amazing to me that the perspective that and beautiful, beautiful shots. I just love it. It re- that's one of the best things about drone technology is you as you're standing on the ground. Yeah, you have no clue. Even I, if you go up forty feet, right? You're you like, whoa! I know. But at four hundred feet, now you're blown. Your <sighs> mind is just. I know. Yeah. Right? Just. I, I know. It's. It's so cool. So. I would like to know, in general, uh, regarding your business, what is your biggest challenge? And I don't mean be- I don't mean during the pandemic. I, I would I want to know that next. But first of all, overall, what's your biggest challenge in your business? My biggest challenge in my business, um, well, the biggest challenge in my business because as the owner, I'm responsible for the day to day is working on strategy and growth. Yeah. I never have the time to sit down, look at the numbers, mm. run reports, what's working, what's not, what did we excel in, what did, and strategy and growth. I, yeah. I wish, but that's when you're the owner and it's day to day and you're literally running, you know, and I work seven days a week. Right, so. and it's so important, strategy really it is. Really it really is. It's really... It's one of those things where we have to, as business owners, take time to be working on the business and not for the business. Exactly. You know, and um, it's really hard sometimes for us to take a step back and say, oh, I need this three hours out of, I need this three hours and this is what I need to focus on. As much as I don't feel like I should, it'll serve you far better in the end, you know? Um, So... On top of that, what was your biggest challenge during the pandemic? Or is, not was, is. <laughs> well, I'll so tell you, out of it yet. I am extremely blessed to uh, have an online business, mm-hmm. meaning everything we create basically is online. Um, we, before the pandemic, met through video mm-hmm. a lot of times. Right. Again, very blessed. I feel very blessed. I have, over these 20 years, hired, or rather brought on clients from a phone conversation. Well, yeah, I want you to send me the a contract right away. I want to go with you. Mm-hmm. So that's been fantastic. Right. Uh, but our, our business ramped up because our existing clients said, we can't have people physically walking in this shop. What can we do? So... We they they're embracing even more technology. Right, right. You know, like yeah, online chat. Very cool. Um, what has been your biggest insight as a result of COVID? <clears throat> My biggest insight would be that the coronavirus crisis 
created a created a practical imperative that we should be doing more work that we love to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as my old boss, Seth Godin. This always blows my mind every time you say this because, as you know, I really do love You're Seth. You're a fan. I am. You're a, a Seth sh- fan. I am. I'm surprised I'm, you don't wear the glasses. I'm Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, as Seth Godin once said, if ever there was a time to follow your passion and do work that matters, this is it. And that's the coronavirus crisis. That's yes. That's what the coronavirus crisis brought out for me. Right. Absolutely. Um, because I've always done business with my heart. Yes. And when I do this heart work, yep. I can. I can lean into my values. I know. So good. Isn't and it good? to whether I want to say yes to this client or this contract. And when I lean into my values, mm. w- when I'm doing work that matters, mm. I'm using my values and my personality. And if something or someone is against those values, it's not worth it for me to take on that that work right right nice i um i feel like the the chamber has afforded me that opportunity too i feel like i get to it has provided me the perfect platform for me to practice being the best mo bellavo and you're an awesome mo oh my god (laughs) so now we're going to move into some rapid fire questions oh boy janelle you ready for this all right i'm leaning into it all right are you are you a reader uh, yes. What are you reading currently? Absolutely nothing. Excellent. Because I <laughs> have been obsessed with certain shows oh. that I yeah, that my wife and I will binge together, uh-huh. and I have to admit that because of our life uh-huh. together and our two beautiful rescue boys, yes, we get up at four a.m. Yes. So staying up late for us is not an option. Yes. Well, I understand that completely because you know <laughs> my husband and I do the same. We're up at the crack of 4 a.m. But I will say this, as far as reading goes, I I have so many different interests, but what can relax me and what I find interesting is I really love a really good murder mystery. I love Mm. law, Mm. law and order. I like a lot of mystery. I like crime. Tension. Crime. Yes. Stress. Crime and, and whodunit. I can't watch that. I have to watch like what do I watch is I watch like um I watch like Forrest Gump or I watch like cooking you know people YouTube videos of people cooking on open fires yeah no. that's what I do no. <laughs> I can't take anything you know like Hallmark movies that's what I watch because I, I I can't take it yeah. and luckily my husband goes along for the ride because I can't take the stress <laughs> either um so you have a soundtrack for your life and you know, you probably have several songs on that soundtrack, but there's one, one song that absolutely has to be there. What what would it be? Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Wow, very nice. I would normally sing it at this point, but no, I digress. I digress. Oh, come on. 
<laughs> Just a bar or two. <laughs> at the next wet networking event at the chamber, <laughs> you hand me the mic and we'll do a duet. That's funny. So what's up next <clears throat> for you, Janelle? What's coming down the pike and exciting for you and Web Tactics? We have, well, you know, it's, I, I can't even believe it has officially, on March 1st, just a few days ago, it officially has been one year since we moved our office from Main Street. No Can way. you believe it's been a year? I know, with the pandemic. It everybody loses track of time. But seen it. We, le- uh, we moved from Main Street, uh, which we miss in many respects. I know you do. You loved it there. Yeah, to 186 Northampton Street in yep. East Hampton, directly across from the East Hampton Post Office. Bonus that I can walk to River Valley Market. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. So, and it's a, it, it, I really, I, it was a good opportunity. It's, it, you know, the building is good visibility. Yeah, you can sure obviously is. see, and today you can see our sign swinging in the wind. <laughs> uh, and it's a bigger, <laughs> more parking for clients. Um, but we have a lot of exciting projects that we're working on now. I, and shockingly, the, gr- you know, the snow is still all over the ground. The temperatures are freezing. The winds are high, but we have so many drone projects already re- lined up. In nice. fact, I'll be going to uh, Chicopee this week, Auburn nice. le- next week. We just left uh, the t- very top of the Mohawk Mount, uh, Mohawk Trail rather, in Florida, Massachusetts. Right. Who knew it even existed? I didn't well, know Well, it's way up there too, as a matter of fact. Always up there. <laughs> and that was, uh, actually, that was a really fun, creative project. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, where can people find you online? As we say, it's worth a Google. But uh, <laughs> you can find us online at web-tactics.com, uh, westernmassdrones.com. Uh, all you have to do is Google us. We've been around so long that we're all over the all over the place. And, of course, 186 uh, Northampton Street in East Hampton. Very, very nice. Thank you, my friend. Thank Janelle. you. Always Janelle a pleasure. Janelle number five for joining me today. I'm so enjoying your beautiful smile. And I also want to thank East Hampton Media, Um, for allowing us to partner on this project. And thank you, Ryan. And in order to catch us uh, online, you can check out easthamptonmedia.org, their YouTube channel as well. Um, Hit the like button, share, subscribe. You can get us anywhere you get a podcast if you want to view or listen. That's all I got for today. Hey, thanks. Thanks, man. Peace out, everybody.